Good evening. This is a Goethe Report micro-report. We're coming to you tonight from the hinterlands, where I'm joined by Dr. Slavonic to discuss a troubling trend in the news media. Dr. Slavonic, I understand that the mainstream media has gone through a profound change in recent years. Can you describe this change for us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's especially noticeable here in, in the West, in North America, that um, the traditional media seems to operate in cycles of ubiquitous crises. It's always one single narrow, narrowing field of sort of information that you should, should ought to receive through these media channels. And over the last years, you know, we've seen, of course, American politics, Donald Trump, of sort of this ubiquitous narrative of crisis like this mm -hmm. is the one thing that we need to report on 24 7 and then of course afterwards there's covid there's you know the, the war in ukraine whatever but i think this is indicative of something more than just you know things are happening in the mm. world i think it's indicative of um the media having to respond to a new kind of time in which we're living in yes. well there does seem to be a seamless transition from each crisis yeah yeah and by time i don't mean like the times you know our time no i literally mean like time as in how we measure time yes we used to measure time um quite differently than we do today mm. and we measure it differently today precisely because we're always online and i think that's where you get to this idea that um what the traditional media is trying to do is emulate the algorithmic news mm. feed of our social media presences. What they're doing is, you know, on, on social media, you, you're sort of funneled into a, an, a tunnel, a sort of tunnel vision echo chamber of what it determines your interests are. And your life is essentially this one thing, mm. your online profile. Well, this new uh, social mediaization of the news, how... How does this impact our metaphysics? In other words, how does this impact our view of the world, how we conceive of reality? I, I think it, it changed, and I think uh, media theorist Wendy Chun said something similar to this. It shifts our perspective from this linear arrow of time where things happen one after the other, like building blocks on a timeline, and it shifts it towards the cyclical nature of perpetual crises. It's sort of this loop in which a crisis occurs and we handle it we handle it and then as it ends another crisis begins so in a way what i'm seeing is happening here is a regressive return to that kind of mythic time the mythic time of sort of this primitive idealization of always returning to the source to the origin you know living forever mm. except for us living forever is uh, synonymous with being in crisis forever mm. and also being online forever yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To be online is to be in an agitated state of crisis, um, precisely because social media tries to agitate you for better or for worse. Mm. It tries to keep you there. Right. And I think that's what the traditional media are sort of the lessons they're picking up on. They're trying to make the news into a news feed. Mm. And thus, of course, a form of entertainment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, is this not in a way like what we're seeing in in ukraine regardless of what you make of the situation as a as a, you know in and of itself we, we can definitely say that the way it's being reported at least in some quarters is like essentially results in this video gamization as it were of war does it not yeah absolutely it, it's a it's a sort of tallying up of points and sort of move moves and 
players and uh, you know pieces on the board, and it's well, it's almost it's like perpetual. being treated like a, like a chess game done by correspondence. Only instead of sending letters between two people, it's just out there in the open in front of God and everyone. Yeah, social well, media. <laughs> yeah, it's not even by correspondence. It's essentially displacing the game from the board into the mm. into the you know the channels of communication into the into cyberspace into whatever digital sphere. So there is sort of, I guess, this this quadrillion element, is there not, to all of this? He so famously said, of course, the Gulf War did not take place. What he meant, of course, was not that the war itself didn't take place, not that it was all a sham, but just when it's reported in the media in such a way, we're seeing the media representation, not the war itself. Is that what we're seeing now, but on like a hyper level because of social media? I think so. I, I, I don't want to say that Baudrillard was, was really predicting it, you know, to a T, but, you know, what he, what he says, like, what, what he defines as hyper-reality is he evokes the Borgesian uh, map that overtakes the, the territory, that is as large as the territory and therefore um, makes the territory um, superfluous. The map is really the thing on which you live. And um, I, I think it's very difficult to argue against the fact that the world that's reported on in social media and in these traditional media outlets that are emulating the crisis time of social media, it's hard to argue against those being it's hard to argue that, you know, um, what's happening in Ukraine is for us here in the West more important than what's happening on the digital Ukraine in our news feeds. For us, we, we couldn't give, you know, we don't care what's actually going on in the country itself, yes. in the land. We care about what we see in the feeds that are in our phones. We, 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 that's sort of the hyper-real map that has overtaken the real territory. Yeah. Well, Dr. Slavonic, on that note, I want to thank you. This has been a Goethe Report micro-report. Good night.